Hey everyone, this is Finks, and I hope you've been enjoying Last Action Podcast and the other podcasts here at Gamezilla Media. We invite you to check us out on patreon.com slash Media and support us at either the $1 or $5 tier. If you become a patron at $5 a month, you get tons of additional content, including our monthly special called The post Credit Scene. Thanks for your support, and hasta la vista, baby. GameZillaMedia.com It's time for the last action podcast! Pop quiz, hot shot! You think hey, motherfucker. I feel the need the need for speed. It beats. We can kill it. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Come with me if you want to live. Welcome, everybody, to the Last Action Podcast. It is I, Sphinx, and joining me as always, LPJ. What hey, up? everybody, it's me, LPJ. I don't know why I said it like that. Yeah, you kind of like slurred at the end. Were you drinking before I got here? I was. This movie made me drink. Well, okay, <laughs> fair enough. And then Hovercraft Joe. What up, Sphinx? What's going on? Uh, You know, just... Sitting here, getting ready to talk about a movie. With a handful of notes, look at that. I see that. Is that, <laughs> that four is pages like, worth there? Yeah, these are just, you that know. That is Jay Shad level notes right there. These from are, his memo pad. These are just my non-plot notes, too. So. <laughs> oh, 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 boy. Nice. Is that a Tim Hortons cup you got there, It too? is. It's a nice coffee I'm enjoying this evening. Oh, very nice. Or is it daytime? Who knows when we record? They Ooh, all know the it's mystery. That. <laughs> it's, that, it's that night. And uh, we have a special guest with us today. Uh, it is my wife's sister, Becky. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, welcome. You know, as as we talked about back and forth, you know, there has to be a time we gotta get your husband on here to to, to join in on the crusade. So maybe after listening to this episode, he'll be like, "All right, I gotta do this." I hope so. You've invited him three times, uh-huh. and I finally stole his invite this time and came on myself. But just go. I think with enough convincing, he'll get here. There we go. And so, you know, you said that you watched all these movies, um, but we're only talking about the first one. Uh, technically the second one. <laughs> um, sure. We are talking about 2007's Transformers. Right, Transformers. Uh, release date on this thing of July 3rd, 2007. Nice. So for big 4th of July release in 2007. Absolutely. America with Optimus <laughs> Prime and his red... And blue and not really white. I guess kind of white. Silver. Yeah, yeah. silver. Yeah. Sure. That's Metal. America. And, and, and flames in and this. Flames. Lots of flames. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we got. Um, let's see here. Let's back it up a second. Yeah. We should probably talk some Transformers or... Well, we can do that. But I, I want to <laughs> say, so, so you picked this movie. Yes. Why? I love this movie. Okay. Um, I haven't seen it in a long time. Okay. But the... When it came out back in 2007, my best friend and I had Shia LaBeouf Day. We watched um, Influenza, the Even Stevens musical. We watched (laughs) the movie Holes, and then I had just gotten my driver's license, and I drove us to the old Canton Cinema, which is now a Planet Fitness, and we saw this movie, I believe, at midnight. Oh, look at that. An old midnight movie classic. Um, And... It's a long night with how long this movie is. <laughs> not sure that I love it as much as I did in 2007, but still holds a special place in my heart. Fair enough. 
I, I gotta say, I'll, I'll step in because the first time I saw this movie was with your parents. I was going to say, this is an Allen family classic. We love <laughs> all of these movies. I, I'm thinking it's gotta be for your dad, like the cars. Oh, yeah. It's well, gotta be the cars. My dad lived with three women for a long time. And oh. then when you came along, it was the first time that he got to watch boy movies. Yeah. Like my sister talked about Rush Hour. Mm-hmm. And this was like one of the few action movies that was played in our house along with um t2 yeah that was about it yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> i know, I know you guys owned it and that's how i saw i should have mm-hmm. asked your dad for a copy of it instead of paying money for it nope the copy is at my house now oh. and it was purchased from family video oh <laughs> very committed to this movie yeah absolutely nice yeah so that was my first time seeing it which it was probably actually maybe a year after it came out because I like I had a couple of Transformer toys as a kid. Like I think I had Megatron and I had uh, Optimus Prime. But beyond that, like Transformers just didn't hit me uh, as a kid. It was not it was not my jam, which like, I know like, L- LPJ's already giving me LPJ that LPJ just has like this look where he's he's ready to uncork here. Oh yeah. boy. Obviously we saw this opening night Joe and I. Yeah, and I I I remember I feel like it was maybe like it was that weird time where you could see a movie on opening night. Like it wasn't necessarily a midnight showing, but it right. wasn't. It wasn't like now where you can go see it at like six thirty. Like I think it was still like a ten ten thirty like right. showing. Yep. Like it was. I think it was like the weird thing is like well as long as it ends and it's the day that it comes out you're fine. Right. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we went to like a ten thirty showing at like AMC twenty or something of this. Yeah, which, like which, it was AMC twenty, and it was a ten thirty show. Which, like Sphinx is saying, is crazy because this movie is not short. No, <laughs> no, this is a long movie. So, but yeah, I mean, and I remember. I mean, obviously, I mean, you have more affection for the transfer, but we loved them. You know, I yeah, mean, well, yeah, I, totally. Watched the cartoon, so we were excited to see what this was. You know, and I, I don't know. I mean, we'll get into it more. I I don't know that I've seen all of the movies in the series, minus the Bumblebee one that they made. And that's, that one. that's I really liked. Yeah. I, I started watching it. It's I probably my favorite. Um, but Not I have, that I, I have, have much of a scale, but... Well. I have thoughts, but, I, you know, I don't know. There's still something about this movie, but we'll get into it a little later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I was... I mean, I am... As far as my friends are concerned, I'm the Transformers guy. It's true. Like, <laughs> this is... Transformers is my thing. It's... I can name you pretty much everything there is to know about Transformers, and... um. I was so excited for this movie to come out. Like when they announced, I'm like, "Oh, they're gonna do a Transformers movie." Oh shit, Steven Spielberg. Oh, Michael Bay. All right, Michael Bay. <laughs> and and I was just kind of blown away by the fact that they were making this giant, big budget Transformers live action movie. I just couldn't wait for it. And um, and then it, you know, I we saw it opening night. I was I was super excited to see it. Which did you see that originally this was not going to be a Transformers movie? So one of the producers, Don Murphy, wanted to do G.I. Joe. Yes. They did, yeah. But because of the invasion of Iraq in 2003, they're like, ooh, that might not be a good choice with what the current conditions are right. in, in right. the world. So they're like, kids toy, another kids toy, Transformers, that'd be great. Are they both Hasbro? They're both Hasbro. Yes. Yeah. So there you go. I, I just want a uh, quick side note just to kind of reaffirm uh, LPJ's love of Transformers. Recently... Like I, my parents have been slowly cleaning out all the junk in their basement, and they're, one of the boxes is just a box of all our old, like me and my brother's Transformers and some GoBots. And I was like, "Hey, I was like, you know what? I'll bring the box next time we're at Jody's house, and if there's anything you want, it, you just take it because I I don't need this stuff." And so I take it over there. He looks through it and he's like, "Yeah, well, I'll take it." I'm like, "Well, which stuff?" He's like, "No, 
I'll take it. And he, took the, <laughs> and he took the whole box, and Aaron gave me a look like this is your fault. Yeah. So <laughs> I, like, have... I didn't. I didn't know he was gonna take the whole box. Uh-huh. Right now, like every once in a while, Felix will go because it's it's in, it's in our basement right now, next to my other Transformers. Felix and Ash will go back there, and they'll come out with one. <laughs> Felix walks around. No joke. He walks around with the Rock Lord, the Gobot Rock Lord, all day long. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I was gonna ask you if your kids are into it at all. Yeah, Ash is big time into Transformers. He has a lot of the new ones. Is it because my son has a couple of them? But kind of like me, they they're they're not really doing a whole lot for him. Really? Because yeah. he has one at our house that I bought him to bribe him to do errands with me once, <laughs> and oh. he loves it. Oh, and good. he now every time we go to the grocery store, he's like, "Well, I get a Transformer, right?" Because we're grocery <laughs> shopping. That's, so that's that was my son, smart kid. <laughs> yeah. Not not my best move buying that, but he loves it. He always oh, asks good. for it. Good. So, uh, kind of getting into rolling into the numbers on this uh, budget on this one hundred and forty-seven million dollars. So, not a cheap movie no. by any means. No, especially then because they didn't. Right. There weren't a lot of one hundred and fifty dollars movies, one hundred fifty million dollars movies. No, um, I, and pro- this is prior to you know Marvel. the MCU st- yeah. exactly yeah. right. So those big budgets aren't there yet. So domestic gross three hundred nineteen million. Worldwide, $709 million. So, investment <laughs> well made, I yes. guess. This is Absolutely. huge. That's a gigantic movie. Like, I, I That was the biggest thing that kind of blew me away, is the fact that it got so big. Like, right. I knew it would be a pretty big movie. I didn't realize it would be this big. Right. And, and do you remember, <clears throat> I, I, like, I remember... When I saw the previews, I was not interested. I was like, no, nah, this isn't for me. But did that Spielberg name help out people at all? Like, did that tie anything... Because I feel like um, Michael Bay was, I mean, he was big in the 90s, but I feel like there was a little bit of a gap before he started to br- take on these, uh, these Transformer know, movies. Because I don't really think so, because wasn't like The Rock? The was, Rock was, yeah. Like, was not, I mean, that was in the 90s, right? It was 96, so it was oh, 11 yeah, but, but years Armaged- prior. Armageddon was late 90s. So it was nine years he, before. Yeah, but then he did Pearl Harbor, and then he did, uh, when was Bad Boys 2? Oh, that was probably 03. Yeah, Bad Boys right. 2 was right so, after that. So Michael Bay was still <laughs> He was still right. making rolling. stuff. What? Yeah. But I also think this is one of those properties that just has a built-in audience. I it mean, does. how many people watched the Transformers cartoon? How many people had the Transformer toys? You know, like, I yeah. think there's just a certain amount of people that are going to be like, oh, I'm going to see this, like, regardless of what it looks like or who's making it or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to see it. Which I guess we could argue, is this one of the first movies to start to bring back 80s, 90s throwback, like for our generation-ish, like starting to see that stuff revolve back around? Because um, it could be. Because, I mean, now obviously Bay has done Ninja Turtles and yeah, we've yeah, seen there was some that other things of, recycled. Yeah, there was that period of time where they just took old properties and made made new films. I mean, obviously G.I. Joe came after this. Yeah. And then... Um, so this might have been one of those leading movies to do that because of its success. It could be, yeah. yeah I mean, I, 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 so. I think there's probably a case to be made for that. Yeah, so... Um, so... <laughs> this is not that surprising. Rotten Tomatoes on this is 58%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And an audience score of 85. So... Yeah. Actually, the audience score is a little higher than I kind of thought it would be. But I would have thought 70s, maybe. Yeah, it does seem kind of high. Um, do you guys ever look at the letterboxed reviews? No. Movies? Mm. Oh, you got to get on there. It's great. <laughs> um, <clears throat> not a lot of love for this movie, only a 2.8 out of 5. Ooh. But the reviews are just absolutely wonderful if you have time to read through them. They're very fun. Do you have a fun one we could share? Um, let me pull not one Not to call up you on the spot. You. But... One second. Hang on. All right, while you're looking at that, 
Um, We've already mentioned Michael Bay as our producer, obviously. <laughs> yep. Well, the top review just said, shit blows up, shit transformers, shit gets messy, and everyone is sweating. <laughs> oh, you know <laughs> Which what? Which is very accurate. Everyone yeah. is so sweaty. Everyone is so actually a great review of this movie. <laughs> I think I do have a note that's like, why is everyone so sweaty everyone all the time? Everyone is sweaty. Not just at the climax. The whole time. Yeah, everyone it's is California. You it's know. hot. It's California hot, by way of Detroit. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Which that reminds me, like... It's funny because obviously I worked downtown. I'll go past they're they're building it. They're putting up a building there now, mm-hmm. but there's this pit, like this little area where the people mover is, and you can see like where they film the movie at. Mm-hmm. Like I can visualize in my head like where all of these places are. Especially watching it now this time for the movie, I'm like, oh shit, that's Fort Street. That's yeah. the building right next to where I work. That's uh, the Campus Marshes Park that's like just down the street from it. That's what I caught because I know that the other movies have a lot more Detroit. Right. And I was kind of thinking to myself, I'm like, does this one have any Detroit? And then I saw the sign for Fortress. I'm like, that's downtown. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And obviously, Shia LaBeouf is climbing the train station. Yeah. Um, And those were the big spots that I could notice about the city of Detroit being Mm -hmm. in the film. So, Um, (laughs) yeah. Uh, So, top grossing movies of 2007. Uh, one is a classic that I can't wait to cover on the podcast, Spider-Man 3. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, oh, wow. Two is Shrek. That was th- number one. Hold on, back up. That was number one. That was number one. Oh. Yeah. If ba- only everyone had known before they spent their money. <laughs> as bad as that movie is, it was still, I mean, it, it was yeah. a juggernaut. I, that was that might have been one of the last midnight movies I've seen since Ooh. we were talking about midnight movies. What a way to end. <laughs> uh, two is Shrek the Third. Which I guess I forgot that they made three of those. Yeah. Yep. Are there uh, more than three? I there's think a, there might be. Spin-offs there's spinoffs. Yeah. There's like Puss in Boots and yeah. something else. Anyway, uh, this isn't a Shrek and, podcast. And, <laughs> it should be. And, and number three is Transformers, oh, okay. the movie that we're talking about. And we've done two movies in 2007, which I actually didn't remember. Any quick ideas what the ones in 2007 we covered are? Uh, taken? No. No? no. Um, Shit. Um... Was it? It was no. It wasn't an MCU movie. Couldn't no, I will tell you. Number ten for that year in gross was three hundred. Oh, oh okay. yeah. And number one hundred and one <laughs> was Hot Fuzz. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Wow, one hundred and one. Because that movie, I would say, has now got a much bigger reputation. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, that was uh, the the year in movies. We ready for some lightning round? Sure. Yep. Let's get it going. Maybe. <laughs> Every single time, LPJ. There you oh, go. man. All right. I got five. Remember, I've been doing a little bit better job <laughs> making the lightning round actually lightning fast. Okay. Not, you're not you're wasting the song. That's Let's true. See. All right. Number one. What is the total gross box office of all six movies combined? Um, five seven billion. Point eight, seven point yeah. eight billion dollars. Five billion. Four billion. billion. All right. Okay. Jazz is Darius McCrary, who is famous for what 90s sitcom? Full House, or uh, Family Matters. He is. He's Eddie Winslow, the oldest son. Oh, okay. Uh, Where was the worldwide premiere? Uh Becky, you have recently been there. Seoul. It is. Seoul, Korea. Yeah. Interesting. I guess my guess of Cybertron wasn't right. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I wish. I would have that. How many companies made deals to promote this film? God. I don't know. 2,000. Four, I would four say major ones? 
total. Like, oh, total million? that would have advertised this movie. Uh, this whole movie is an ad. <laughs> so, <laughs> all of them. 300. You guys taking a guess? Uh, 500. 1,000. <laughs> it's 200. Good yeah, that's honestly, 200. the amount of ads in this film... I can't believe I paid money for it. Someone so, should have paid me to see and this. And so blatant in some instances. Oh, it's ridiculous. They don't even try to hide it. Yeah. And then our last one, the U.S. Department of Defense. This was their largest project for a film since what movie? Oh, God. Oh, I, I read this. No, this is in my... We uh, have done the movie, though. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, it's Black Hawk Down. It is yes. Black Hawk Down. Oh. <laughs> yep. yeah, yeah, I knew that. that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that, so, is that still your worst rating today? It had to be. Yeah. That, really? I mean, that was our third movie I think yeah. we ever did, and I think you gave that, what, one machine gun? I hate that movie. That's oh, so wow. crazy. All the movies you've watched for this, and your I least know. favorite is Black, Black Hawk, Hawk Down. Down. I yeah. hate Black Hawk Down. Okay. Wow. So I, I enjoyed it. I don't. That, I think I'd give it like three, three and a half, but anyway. That was a long time ago, man. We're like, we've been doing this for a while now. Yeah, almost years. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that's that. I've got some taglines. <laughs> oh, good. We can do those. They're pretty short, and one of them, I, I'll share it, but it's not really a tagline. All right. Their war, our world. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yep. Great. Yep. Uh, <laughs> this is the one that, whatever. You haven't seen it all until you've seen it in IMAX. Has absolutely nothing to do with anything. <laughs> that could just be for any IMAX movie. That could be for any But IMAX it's for movie. this one, okay? Right. Yeah. Yes. Well, I will say it helped because my husband said that this wasn't an IMAX, and I was like, then why is there an IMAX tagline? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Transformers... They, 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 they said they had extra scenes for it for IMAX. Exactly. And the yeah. Transformers are tall, so I mean... Yeah, you know. Yeah, they're tall. Seem it would make sense. Yeah. Fair. This July, our world will be transformed. That's the cheapest one. <laughs> this one is okay. This is the last one. Most have come to destroy us. Some have come to protect us. That's uh, pretty good. I don't like it. I, I don't no? like those. No, I don't know. I don't I, think any of them do this movie justice. I, I mean, I thought the last one was the best. Not saying it's good, no, but it was the best. it's still not good. I yeah. mean, I don't know how they didn't use More Than Meets the Eye. Yeah, how did they not have a More Than Meets the Eye? That's in the song, there? right? Yeah, it's the, the TV whole tagline of the entire thing. series. Yeah, remember he says okay. it in the movie like it's oh, like does a he joke. Say it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, when he's, yeah there was, that was the other big thing. They had a always bet on black. Yeah, <laughs> there was a, they they had a contest oh. where you could go and vote for what phrases uh, Optimus Prime was going to say. Oh, really? And so the the one where at the very end where he says, um, um, you know. Uh, one, one shall stand, one shall fall. Yeah. That was the one that was voted on by the fans to be actually in the movie. Can I can I ask you a question, LPJ? It's kind of cheesy, though. Yes. Can it's, I from, it's from the original cartoon. It's from the movie. Okay, m- but yeah. still, like, you ask people to, so that they just, like, inserted it. That reminds me of at the same era, like, Snakes on a Plane, oh, where God. they got Samuel L. Jackson to actually say the line, I've had it with these motherfucking snakes on the motherfucking plane. Yes. kind of feel like that's what they did there. Did, anyway. They didn't, but go ahead. I want to ask you a question, because this came up in my research, because it's a line that Optimus says in the movie where he says that freedom is the right of all sentient beings, and in the research I came across, it said it was his trademark motto. Like, can you explain to me why that was his trademark motto? Did he say it a lot? No, it's not. Okay. No, his trademark motto is... Tra- Autobots transform and roll out. You were you really wanted to do the voice. You were getting ready. <laughs> I can't do the voice. I, I know, but I, I feel like you were trying no to do No one can it. do Peter Cullen's voice except Peter Cullen. I read that that was on the original Like the packaging, figure, yeah, like the, the box. This movie was the first time it was actually said yeah. by mm-hmm. Peter Cullen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's never... Yeah, I, 
I don't ever remember it being said other than in this movie. Yeah. Like it was said, almost only famous on the L- LPJ is offended by this question. Yes, is. Move uh, moving <laughs> along. No, thank you. No, <laughs> thank you. Talking a little about Peter Cullen and then getting into our cast a little bit. So, do you guys remember? Was it announced ahead of time he was going to be the voice of? Um, it was, or was it a surprise? No, it was announced that when they made the decision, it was announced because initially okay. it wasn't necessarily going to be him. Yeah. Wow. Because I know, like, so Megatron, I can't remember his name. I'm sure you know his it's voice. Frank Welker is but, the voice that does Megatron. However, but he did not do it. They didn't They didn't take him because they didn't think his voice was deep enough. They didn't yeah. think it, was, it had enough, I don't know, I don't know what. They just that, He didn't have it. Because I feel like sound editing could totally fix that, right? But Yeah. Well, and that was the thing. He came back and did the voice for all of the other movies. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they that. Only had Hugo only Weaving. This one. They only had Hugo Weaving for the first one. They're like, our no, old, fuck it. Our old friend Hugo Weaving. Yeah, who Mr. keeps showing up. Anderson. <laughs> but yeah, they're like, nah, we'll just have Frank Welker do it uh, for all the rest of the movies. Ooh, like uh, Captain America, did, did he shit on this movie after he was done making it? Probably. He really, he really had some bad things to say about Marvel after uh, being Red Skull. But anyways, that's for the oh, Red, that's right. Did that's for that. the uh, Captain America: The First Avenger podcast. <laughs> that's true. Uh, so we also, so going through the rest of our cast here, uh, Shia LaBeouf mm-hmm. is Sam Witwicky. Yeah, oh, love him. What is your love with Shia LaBeouf? I'm just curious. I think I know. I remember you've always been a super I, fan. I mean, I'm wearing my Shia LaBeouf shirt right now. I came prepared to talk really, about Shia LaBeouf. You yes. are. Yes, I love Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> it's so. Is he your age? Is he my no, age? No, he's. I think he's your age. Okay. Because he was twenty-one when he was making this movie. Um, but yeah, that'd be. That'd I be grew my up age. with him. Even you Stevens, know, right? From Even Stevens, and wow. then my favorite book growing up was Holes, and then he was in the film adaptation of that, and then okay. this same year, Disturbia came out, which was like the tween Rear Window. Yeah. It's not a good movie, but. Teenage yep. girls loved it. Um, I, 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 loved it. I actually like uh, that movie a lot too. <laughs> if I'm being Not honest. to shit on any fans of that movie because I love it and I have it on DVD and watched it a lot, but I don't know that it's the right. best movie in the world. So Shia LaBeouf is just hitting the right place at the right time for and that's, a lot of people. That's how he was ultimately cast in this movie. And I, I pulled a quote from Michael Bay about him because the women in his office were like, why are you casting this nerd? And he said, I basically said, I want John Cusack. Girls will like him because he's smart and witty and gets cuter the more you watch him. And guys will like him because he's cool and can be dangerous. Mm. Just like very Michael Bay thing that to say. That stroke shirt that he had on is, is really <laughs> he's what a cool got guy. me going. Yeah, it makes him cool and the hipster. He's cool. There he is. Uh, uh, breaking last action podcast news, Shia LaBeouf is 33 years old. That's how old I am. And he was, born, he was born June 11th. 1986. Yeah, but you already knew that. Oh, I, I know it all. Yeah. He's also 5'9". <laughs> I'm way taller than him then. <laughs> oh, well. He's also <laughs> way richer than me. So. I would say so. Um, but if you want to know more about his backstory, Honey Boy did just come out, and that's the movie that he, it's like a loose adaptation of his life, and he plays his dad in it. So I heard it's very good. It's really? they They submitted it for Oscar awards and didn't get any love, but yeah. that's okay. Interesting. Uh, Tyrese Gibson. Yep. Who I often mistake as other people. Oh, <laughs> you do oh, all no. the time. I know I do. I know I do. I found this weird fact. I don't know if it's true. I saw I, this I, too. I think I read the same he thing. He had to pay the producers to be in this movie. <laughs> right? What? I see. But I he's saw... second on the bill. Right. Yeah, I, I saw that. I, I didn't have any good source to back that up, yeah. but I read it and I was like, is that 
true? That couldn't possibly be true. How could that be true? I don't know because this I is after this is after Fast and Furious, right? This is after Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh, he's in the second Fast and Furious. Yeah, because Too Fast, Too Furious I he was, was like in the oh, first four. one, and you all yelled at me like you're just assuming he's like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. That, it would have had to been after that, but yeah. okay. I don't, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> but, I don't know, know. man. Josh uh, Dumel. Okay. He's Which, by the way, just a side note, I work with a guy, one of my good friends at work, and he, like, no joke, pronounced his last name as Josh Duhamel. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, who are you talking about? He's like, you know, Josh Duhamel. I'm like, Josh Dumal? He's like, oh. I mean, I guess it kind of looks like Duhamel. It but does. Yeah. Boy, I'm looking no, at it. an interesting pronunciation. <laughs> but anyway, sorry. Is he in other things, or is he just in these? He's in the TV show. He looks yeah. really familiar. He was in the TV show Las Vegas. Yeah. He's, in, he's, done a bunch of, he's done a bunch of different things, too. All right. He's he was married to Fergie. That's Isn't all he still married to know. Fergie? No, they're separated mm, yeah. now. Oh, oh, I believe there Fergie? was a cheating scandal. Oh, sorry, Fergie superfans. Like, how do you cheat on Fergie? your dad was obsessed with back in the day. My dad loves the song Fergalicious. Fun fact, that still was, loves it. I bought him that CD as like a joke, and then one time we were like driving in his car, and it was it. just in the CD player. That was yeah. uh, when we used to go to karaoke a lot. Our friend Adam, that was one of his go-to songs. It was it's a delicious. fun song to sing. And yeah, the crowd loved it you know, every time. For they how did. sweaty he is in this movie, I'm sure Fergie was all over him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Anthony Anderson. Yep. Which he's on Blackish, famously yep. a comedian. And he's been on a ton of stuff. Yeah, yeah. he's in a lot of stuff. He, he he steals this movie in parts. Yeah, I love him. In he this really movie. does. I love him in this movie. He, he's kind of dumb. Which I could kind of do without him. Just spoiler alert. Go, going ahead, I realize I forgot to do the net worth for Anthony Anderson. So sorry. But you got go, a phone? Look it up. Go back and listen to our episode <laughs> oh, on. Yeah. Uh, Is he in another episode? We yeah. What, what was that movie? The oh, I wasn't there. The DMX movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's an exit wound. Yeah, yeah he's an exit wound. Nice. Which is which is funny because that was the episode I created net worth because I wanted to tell you guys how little money DMX had. <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, Megan Fox uh, was just as her first major movie role. I know she had been in what's that one dumb show that you and your sister liked, Hope and Faith, or something uh, like that. Offensive. Also, this is not her first major movie role. Maybe to this crowd, but she was oh, in Confessions in. of a Teenage Drama Queen. She oh, was in the would, Olsen yeah. Twins Holiday in a, in the Sun. Yep, that would. Not. I mean, I knew <laughs> Wrong Megan Fox there. for a long time. <laughs> she was also in a Kaylee Cuoco movie. I think it's called Crimes of Fashion, and it was like around this time. <laughs> this I want to say it was a <laughs> Lifetime original. I can't. No, I can't do this. It's a time to cut her mic already. This is too much. <laughs> Don't wait. I have a lot to say about Megan Fox. When we get into it. <laughs> How long do you think this show is? Oh, hours. Uh, Rachel Taylor is up next. I just know her as Patsy yeah. from... Um, Jessica Jones. Yeah, Jessica Jones. And I I totally did not remember her in this movie. I didn't remember any part of her plot in this movie. Yeah, it wasn't really... Yeah. It's not important. There's yeah, no reason really, for that to exist, yeah, honestly. That, that, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> I was surprised to see John Turturro show up in this film. Oh, yeah. I, I remember him. I remember him being in it, obviously, but he, like when he first You know what? Upon it. the rewatch of it this time... He's probably my least favorite part of this movie. Oh, yeah. he's, he's got some... When he is talking about Megan Fox and he's like, she's a criminal. Criminals are hot. That, that <laughs> yeah, is an that ultimate weird. Michael Bay line. I think though. I bet she's a that. high schooler in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, John Tutoro, calm down. I think I remember, like, thinking he was funny in it, but then the watching same. it this time, I'm like, no, oh, not great. Like, Come on, this is stupid. Yep. Well, no. he's, he yeah. continues his character into yeah, The I, Last Night. Yeah. He's, he's still in it. I feel like he's in, like, all he of them, all I think. Of them, yeah. I thought he was. Yeah. yeah, he's really committed to the franchise. All right, we got John Voigt. Yeah, John Voigt's our Secretary of Defense, which he does fine. Yep. Kevin Dunn and Julie White as uh, Ron and Judy with, with, with Wiki. They're both comedians. 
What was I, Kevin Dunn? Oh, he, he was, was in Hot, hot shots. shots. Yeah, yeah he was it. in Hot Shots. We just did. I think those two are the best part of this movie. They're to be really honest. funny. I just find them funny. Yeah, uh, they get a little bit too much in the other movies, the sequels, from what I remember. Yeah. But I thought they were a good mix here. Uh, other than that, oh, br- the only other one we Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. Uh, yeah, R.I.P. Yeah. So sad. Bobby Bermuda. And Bobby his, Bolivia. And, and Bobby his, B. Baby. Yeah, his scene was hilarious. Uh, yeah, his scene is great. When he's talking about his grandma, he's like, Mammy, uh, I'll, I'll, rock, I'll bust your head, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> he's really good in that. Uh, okay, so let's buzz through these net worths real quick if you want to, because it's a big cast. So we'll go through them quick. It is a big cast. All right. Uh, guess quick. Rachel Taylor. Five million. Three million. Four million. Four million. Tyrese. I didn't cheat on that one. Ooh, uh, 15 million. Okay. Six. Ten. Three. Ooh, yikes. Okay. John Turturro. 25. Okay. 12. Seven. Seven. 24. Wow. Josh Duhamel. (laughs) Ten. Eight. Ooh, seven. 20. Wow. All right. John Voight. I, 50. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll say 60. 45. 55. Okay, should have gone higher. Megan Fox. Eight. Oh, I think she's high. 25. Well, she didn't do a ton after that. I'm going to say 60. What'd you say? 25. Uh, 10. Oh, all right. And then, five, lost, lost, then finally, uh, Shia LaBeouf. I think he's got a decent amount of money. I'm going to go, I'm going to go 80. No. no. 20. <laughs> I'm going to say 20. What I cheated and looked up said 25. Yeah, 25 is what I have the number oh, out of two. Yeah. And that's yeah, also that. what it says Anthony Anderson's is. Okay. 25. Which makes sense. And it kind of makes sense for Shia LaBeouf because he made these and then like he kind of went insane for a while, right? Like, didn't he go crazy? <laughs> he had right. an alcohol problem and because d- of his upbringing and smoking weed starting at the age of 10. But he's he's coming back around. No, I think he's come back around. Yeah. But for a while he was doing like weird like art exhibits and like. Oh, where he just plagiarized other people's art for did, like five years? Yeah. Did, didn't he do one? where he just like walked and like hitchhiked with people and stuff like that he did a cross-country trip he also sat naked in a (laughs) studio for three days and let people do whatever they wanted he wore a bag over his head that said i'm not famous anymore you know didn't he do normal stuff and i know we got to move on but didn't he do a weird thing where like you could come and watch he was watching all his movies all my movies yes and And you can watch all of his movies with him on youtube without sound oh nice okay anyway sorry (laughs) I don't even know where to go from there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I guess the movie. Yeah, we might as well talk about the movie. Well, well, we're 30 minutes in. I mean, we talked about it. Uh, I mean, there's a lot to this, though, like leading up to this film. So I feel like it's justified. It's yeah, taken a while to get to it. Well, so. and, and let's just buzz through. I mean, obviously, we discussed the directors, our old friend Michael Bay. Yep. Oh, yep. Boy. Uh, writers, a couple old friends of ours, too. Uh, Ortsy and Kurtzman. Well, that was the thing. This is where they kind of got their big like, push, their big break. What else are they? What else did they do? I didn't get a chance to see it. Uh, they did. They, they did, did like Star all, the, Trek. all the Star Trek oh, reboots. Did. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know they did the new Star Trek. They did uh, a bunch of TV shows. Um, they did something else. I feel like that we we did on here, and I can't remember what it was. I feel like they did another movie covered because I think they they've since broken up. They're no yeah, longer like they're, a, writing, oh. they're no longer like a writing team. Um, Mission but, Impossible Three. Okay, they do a lot of writing for. Um, J.J. Abrams. Yes. You know, one thing I did see that was curious, like Steven Spielberg is an executive producer. It, it, from what I looked at, it said that he really enjoyed the the toys and the you know the TV show. Anyone find out why? Like, what was his fascination with Transformers? I don't know. I think he just because his kids play with them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially what it is. All right. Because he was early in the 
decision yeah. making to make this a movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like after him, like he brought in Michael Bay, right? And he brought in the other two producers as well. So it was kind of like he led the charge for Which, this film. It sounds like similar to other Michael Bay movies you've covered. Michael Bay was not super into this idea. He was right. like, "Oh, it's kiddish. It's a toy movie, but Steven Spielberg is on board, so I want to work with Steven Spielberg. So I'll." Be a part of this movie. Yeah, Bay hated it. He said it was a stupid toy movie. It was too <laughs> kitty, and that's it was his idea to bring in all the unnecessarily the, the war military. Plot. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was. And, all I, him. and I think that's the part that kind of irritates me with this film is they changed a lot of it, but they didn't need to. Right. Like they changed the complete look and feel of all of the Transformers, mm-hmm. and as a big Transformers fan, that was kind of my big issue with this: is why does Optimus Prime have to have a mouth? Because yeah. he doesn't have a mouth anywhere else, you mm-hmm. know. Why do the why do the Autobots have to have all of these crazy moving parts in order to transform? Like, I get you want to show some realism, but I think they went a little too much with it. And originally, no, none of the Transformers were going to talk at all. That right. wasn't an original early script. Mm-hmm. And then they decided they were going to just leave that to the Autobots. I think I don't think any of them. Oh no, no, the Decepticons. None of them right. talked. Uh, with the exception of Megatron, obviously. Right. And they um, were saying that they wanted to have one of the female Transformers in this movie, yeah. but they were like, we don't know how to have robot gender and explain that, so I, we just won't have any. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Like, was, like, why that, do you need to explain that, robot gender? That quote was so dumb. They were like, <laughs> they were going to have RC in it, but they are like, ooh, they weren't sure how to explain the concept of- How do of, girls work? We don't know. How to explain the concept of robot gender. It's like, do you have to explain exactly. the concept? Couldn't why you does just that need be to like, be a thing? Couldn't you just be like- this is a female one. Like I don't. I, yeah, that quote I, was baffling to yeah, me. Yeah, I couldn't it's figure insane. that part either. Like, <laughs> and, and essentially, from the plot of the movie, it, it's kind of this cube that creates them to begin with, right? Yeah. So you're not really well, needing to have that's a that conversation. Uh-oh, uh-oh. In, this particular, <laughs> in this particular context, what they have is they have the Transformers who are kind of in their like generic form. They all have the same form. Yeah. And then when they land on the planet, whatever planet that may be, they take the form of whatever it is, is that's around them so they can blend in. It's their camouflage. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you, I guess it, from that context, how do you justify them when they transform all of a sudden this one's a female, this one's a male? Mm-hmm. But I think that's thinking too much into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true because I mean they I mean even regardless of the fact that they change but they would like they all seem to have personalities anyway it's like ratchet just happened to become like an emergency vehicle right right mm-hmm. that was a thing yeah yeah he just the, the the medic on the team happened to become a an emergency vehicle yeah so but yeah I just I thought that was weird it's like I don't know it wasn't like you had to give a dissertation about like sure. <laughs> robot gender right. you could just <laughs> been like yeah this one's a lady yep yeah anyways. And so, kind of the the premise b- behind this movie is so Shia LaBeouf's character, Wait, Sam. Hold on, before yeah, we do ahead. that, do we do we want to cover the music before we get into the plot? We could maybe. Well, you brought it up. Let's just do it. I'm now, sorry. I I'm no, sorry. That's fine. I was gonna say we could wait till the end. But I'm, too, I'm thinking too much about the format. No, it's fine. No, it's <laughs> fine. This had obviously had one really big song, and it was Linkin Park. What I've done. Yeah, and so uh, I guess the story is Megan Fox went and saw them live right when she finished shooting this movie, and she was chit-chatting with the band and all that, and they're like, oh my god, we totally want to be in this movie. So she arranged it so that Linkin Park and the song would be our ending credits for the film. And then they so. ended up being in all the movies. Oh, they are. They, they have a song in like all the I actually did not know that. Oh. Yeah. There you go. So Super here is what I've fan. done.
is this music video? <laughs> I was just thinking that we've been like, I was like, are we going to get any lyrics? <laughs> it's literally one minute into the three minute song without lyrics. Yeah. It's funny, I, I'm not really, I mean, the song is whatever, it doesn't do anything for me, but, like, I couldn't listen to the intro part without thinking of, like, Optimus talking again, yeah. and he's like, to any other Autobots out there, <laughs> uh-huh. we are here. I get, like, it was in my head while we were listening to that, that part. That's the thing, I cannot separate this song from the movie. Yeah. Like, it's, it is, because it was in all the trailers, mm-hmm. it was oh. in, like, everything. Yeah. It was it's fifty four seconds. Yeah, we're <laughs> fifty five seconds like, into a three minute 27, <laughs> seven, 27 second song, and they just started lyrics. <laughs> okay, sorry. Now, Sphinx. Yeah. Sorry, I no, interrupted. No, I interrupted no. your plot discussion. I no, was... you are totally good. And <laughs> so I, you know, Shia LaBeouf, who is Sam with Wiki, and that and that's a character from the cartoon, right? Yes and no. W- Wiki is in the cartoon. There's his name is um, Spike. Spike with Wiki. Okay. And his dad is, uh, is, um, um, oh no. Shit. Oh no. I thought you were a Transformer super fan. I'm blanking on, on his dad's name. Wow. It's, uh, oh, it doesn't matter. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sam. Sparkplug. It's Sparkplug. Oh, Sparkplug. Okay. Oh, yeah. You know that normal name, yeah. Sparkplug. Yeah. yeah. They're mechanics. They're car mechanics. Okay. That's how they come across the Transformers. Which I guess they reused that with uh, Megan Fox's character, right? Michaela's dad was a mechanic yes. that was doing bad stuff, apparently. But with Sam. So Sam apparently has a family history. His grandfather, it was? Yeah, it was great his grandfather. I think it's his great grandfather. Yeah. He ends up uh, exploring the Arctic Circle. He ends up falling through some ice and he stumbles upon Megatron, right? Yep. Yeah. And then is it further down below? There's the cube? Right. Yeah. yeah. And so Sam has all of these artifacts that he's trying to sell on eBay. <laughs> ladies, <laughs> ladies, man. Uh, 217. Yeah, 217. Yeah. Michael yeah. Bay's birthday. What's he say? Like, oh, oh, nice. What's he say? Like, it was a typo, but I went with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> and so he's wanting to sell this stuff because he wants a car, right? Yeah. He's 17, wants to get his car. And that's kind of how we you know, get introduced to his character. Even before that in the film, though, we get introduced to the cube and its purpose, which we already talked about. There's already um, uh, an unidentified aircraft that there's a whole attack well, in, in he, Cater that happens against the military. Yeah, the opening scene is an attack on the military base uh, where I, I, I don't remember the name of any of the Decepticons in this. So uh, the one that's a helicopter yeah. and like blackout. It, yeah, and it's trying to steal stuff from their database, and that's when we're kind of introduced to Tyrese and Josh Dumal yeah. and the rest of their, like, each one of the different stereotype people that are on their oh, military. They're essentially, they're trying to find Megatron, right? Yeah, they're trying because to find Megatron. Because from the story, Megatron was trying to hunt after the cube. And that's then right. And they finally tracked him down. Ice. Yeah, they tracked him down to the... Tracked him oh, down. No, the uh, Sam's father, grand great grandfather, accidentally triggered Megatron's yes, the device, right. and right. that's yeah. They eventually found their way there. Yeah. yeah, there we go. And the map to the cube was imprinted or whatever on those glasses. Correct. Yes. Yep. Okay. And so that's kind of like the movie, I guess. Is, <laughs> is from there on out, it's it's watching the process of all of this unfold. Of you know, essentially, you know, bringing. These transformers to life and trying to hunt down the cube and mm-hmm. trying to make sure the Decepticons don't get access to it because the Decepticons and the Autobots uh, had war for a long time. So it's kind of a race to who can get the cube first, right? Yeah, because they think they can use the cube to, 
because the remake Cybertron. That's it, right. That's kind yeah. of the whole point of it is they want to get the cube because the cube has the ability to basically transform any kind of metal or machines into living metal into living beings like the transformers which yeah. which there's a scene like toward the end during the big battle at the end where the cube starts accidentally turning what i have in my notes notified is all the product placements in the robots <laughs> oh yeah there's like a oh, mountain like xbox God. an xbox a mountain dew vending machine mm-hmm. that yeah. starts has a gun that shoots cans of mountain dew uh-huh. yes. like the steering wheel of a car yeah. comes alive. life like a cadillac yeah which, yes. yeah so. more product placement there and so um so the dad so sam's dad ends up you know, taking him to get his new car, and it ends up being, well, Bumblebee, we'll find out, yep. but it's a nice, sporty-looking, older, you know, 1975, 79 uh, Chevy Camaro. Yeah. Yep. And so that's when we get introduced to Bernie Mac, who's the used car salesman. Bobby, Bobby Bolivia, like the country, except without the runs. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Uh, and so, yeah, they end up taking the car home, and... You know, then we get introduced to John Voight. We find out, you know, with the Department he, of Defense. He's the Secretary of Defense. Yeah. Yep. So they're trying to investigate what exactly is is going on what with, happened in with the technology. Right. Yeah. Well, what it, happened in Qatar? The attack. The only the only evidence they had was that sound that Blackout made, the transformer. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to track down, figure out what this signal is. So they call in these different um, analysts, yeah, which Rachel Taylor like, being one. Yeah, which look like just college interns. They feel right. so out of place in this. Well, scene. that was yeah. it. They, that's what they were doing. They were recruiting yeah. anybody they could, and it was college kids. It was you know because they, what they're 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 positing that older people have no grasp of this. Yeah. So we're going to get the younger generation to figure it out for us. But, and we touched on this a little bit, but we can all agree that this entire plot about the thing, it, like, it, it doesn't really serve a purpose at all in this movie, right? Absolutely right. not. No. Like, it doesn't do anything. I mean, it gets some of the players together, like, at for the final, like, set piece and action stuff at the end, but it doesn't really... They don't I, learn anything from the signal, No, because realistically, what kind of even gets... Sam to Megatron in the cube is John Turturro's group. Yeah. And had John right. Turturro's group not even contacted the John Voight's group, it would have made no difference. Right. Yeah, again, I think this is that Michael Bay insertion yes. to something that has absolutely no relevance to what's going on in this film. Yeah. There right. are so many extra characters in this movie. When you look at the yeah. cast list, there are just so many characters in general and mm-hmm. with a runtime of almost two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you could have cut 50% of these people and you would have still had the same results. Yeah, Probably, Because yeah. without the interns and you don't need Anthony Anderson. Ooh, and but then, I love uh, Anthony yeah. Anderson in this when he eats all the donuts. I love when his cousin <laughs> runs through the glass. <laughs> that was really funny. I'm a sucker for just that kind of humor. That was that really slapstick. Funny. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, the other hidden agenda with Shia LaBeouf's character, Sam, is he's thinking that, you know, a car uh, is going to get him the girl. Exactly. Which, which that's all Steven Spielberg. So apparently, I have written down, he literally said that he wanted this movie to not so much be about a story about Transformers, he wanted the story to be about a boy and his car. Correct. And I, after rewatching it, it is, like, it really is. Yeah, for like, the most part. It, it, it brings back, in a way, like, the theme of, like, old school Americana, like, the relationship that you know, teenagers have with their cars and relationships because the next scene is when he's like at the park with all the other Goes high school boys. Yeah. yeah, they go with to the Trent lake. Trent and Miles and all these other named characters that don't need to be in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not. And then that's where we get introduced to Megan Fox mm-hmm. um, and all of her 
looks that Michael Bay has I, her look. Honestly, I forgot how bad the male gaze is in that scene in particular. I thought it was just the second shot. I forgot about the first shot that just pans down her sweaty body. Uh-huh. Yeah. It is painful to watch. Yeah. It yeah. is so cringy. Um, oh, I hate it so much. Um, but I have some quotes about that. Did you guys, have you talked about Bad Boys too? I know you talked about Bad Boys. We have not. We have not the second one. So she's an extra in that movie. Oh, I didn't know that. She's 15 years old. Um, It's at a club scene. (laughs) I don't like where this is going. (laughs) Um, And so they said, you know, Michael Bay, you can't have her at the bar with a drink because she's only 15. So he Mm. put her in a Stars and Stripes bikini, a cowboy hat, and six inch heels and had her dance on the bar instead. Um, And that that trend kind of continues throughout this film. Well, that's Michael Bay. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's our boy. And that's a weird relationship with him because Megan Fox has publicly come out and said he made me uncomfortable. And that's why she quit for the third movie, right? Right. Some well, other model. It's a model in the it's third movie. Rosie Huntington Whitley, who he met when Michael Bay was shooting a Victoria's Secret commercial, and he was basically like, "Fuck you, Megan Fox. I can replace you with an underwear model because that's your worth to me." And that's yeah. exactly what he did. And then the, he even puts her in her underwear. Right? I feel like each Transformers movie, yeah, he keeps one upping the yeah. sexism of of women. And we yeah. we just watched Six Underground, and oh boy, there are scenes in there that he's oh, really exposing. See, I haven't the seen that movie body. yet, and I was really hoping maybe he had like learned something but it doesn't no, he's Michael sound Bay. like it okay cool <laughs> it's Michael Bay. actually that is that is definition michael bay that movie well i thought it was interesting because they had said that there was some pushback about having shia labeouf in this movie because they thought that he looked quote too old but him and megan fox are the same age yeah and they're oh, supposed to be the same age in the movie I fine. yeah and i'm like too. She looks significantly older in this film but no one was worried about that they're just like shia labeouf doesn't look like a teenager i didn't think she looked that much older no, I didn't think so well, at all. Well, she is not dressed like your average oh, well, seventeen that's, year old. Well, that's different. That, yeah, <laughs> that's okay. what I mean. That, that's sure. fair. Yeah. yeah, very true. And so, you know, we we just have these scenes where he's trying to get after Megan Fox. His car is acting strange. He keeps playing songs that are relating yeah. to this romance that they have. And so that's when we clearly know that you know the car is a transformer, right? right that right. it's going to end up becoming Bumblebee. And yeah. so we just kind of go through this journey of. Yeah, I mean, it, Bumblebee, the the yeah. other Transformers end up showing, like, after the Decepticons make their play, their first play for Sam, the other Autobots show up on Earth. We get that long sequence of them landing and becoming different robots. Yep. Um, they kind of explain everything we've already talked about to Sam and Megan Fox and be like, hey, this is what's up. Yeah. There's that hilarious, maybe a little too long <laughs> scene where they go to Sam's house to get the glasses. It was oh, a very boy. long scene. <laughs> Why? I, Why? I, I, you know what? I, that scene is too long, but I love the part where he's trying to stop his dad from going <laughs> going outside and he's like, he's, he's, like, oh, yeah. he's like, I love, I love you. you. He's like, I love you, handsome man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, like, I don't know why. Like, there's a lot of things about this movie that don't work, but Shia LaBeouf in this movie is still so great. Like, yeah, he I really is. is really so good. good in this. Like, he's, he's funny, fantastic. and yep. he's just like I don't know. He has like a weird like awkwardness, kinda, to a him. weird awkward like manic energy that he yeah. has throughout the whole movie. And the one thing I couldn't find, I was trying to find it, is like how many times does he say no in this movie? I wish there's got to be a count somewhere. They reference d- that in Honey Boy. Okay. But there's um, <laughs> oh, really? now I can't now I'm blanking on his name. But the actor who plays older Shia LaBeouf in that movie in the trailer for Honey Boy, the first thing you hear is just him going, No, 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 no. <laughs> and I was like, wait, is this another Shia LaBeouf Transformers? But it's referencing that because it is absurd. 
Oh yeah, there's a there's I a. I didn't really catch it. But oh my gosh, he's so, so much. There's a video. Just watch a trailer. Look, look yeah, for look. So. There's a video on YouTube. I'm sure there's a YouTube. There's clip a YouTube that's video all, where together. somebody cut together when it's all the scenes of the movie. Him just going no 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 no. It's like a two minute video and then it ends with just the loud Lincoln Park music. <laughs> 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 it's fine. It's really funny. Um, but anyway, so so yeah, I, I'll say too at this point, I'm kind of like this movie hasn't gone anywhere yet. You know, like I feel like, um, like we're we're getting introduced to all these characters. We're we're getting little bits and pieces of the plot, but it's like an hour into this movie, and it's like things aren't moving along yet. Because you had to meet fifty people. I, I first. agree with that. Because yeah. I mean, you had to meet like eight robots on each side, or maybe five. You had to meet all these human characters, all the military, all the non-military, Sector 7, and it's the Secretary of Defense, and there's a lot of characters that you have to, and then I think... And the military boys are trying to find their way back to the States, and that's taken forever too, and we walk through each step of that, when the there's the scorpions, yeah, and, and it's all like, that kind. They're like, yeah, you know what? All these robots take the form of, like, jets and cars, but this one's a giant scorpion. Yeah, why not? Way to blend in. I mean, they were in the desert, but come on. Which I do have a note of that. So apparently the scene with the scorpions, Michael Bay hijacked that stuff with intense explosions, and he legit told the guys, if you don't run, you could die. Tells the actors this. <laughs> so he's got it primed with these huge explosions. So apparently the, the shot that they have in the film, like their faces is legit because they're like, he's like, no, you, you could die if you don't actually run and mm-hmm. make this happen. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. um, so Sector 7's introduced and, and kind of we all move toward the fact that the government has known about the Transformers because of Sam's great grandpa. Yep. Um, the Cube and Megatron are kept in the secret, secret Sector 7 hideout, which is Hoover Dam. Yep. I think they say that they built the dam around like the Cube yep. and Megatron. Correct. So they can mask the uh, whatever radiation is coming off of. Yeah. Right. The Decepticons show up. They start unfreezing Megatron. Yep. Um, because apparently the way to subdue Transformers is to just cryogenically freeze them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because, because they did that with Bumblebee. Yeah, that's too, how they right? like when they yeah. capture Bumblebee, they're just like freezing them. Um, Bumblebee, because the cube is gigantic, like it's huge in yeah. the, in the Hoover Dam. Yep. But then Bumblebee shows up and like transforms it into like a smaller cube. Yeah, it turns into yeah, like in the palm of your Shia LaBeouf's right. hand. Well, right? Wasn't in the palm of his hand. It was it was it was the size of like a close. it was the size of like a two by two box. Okay. Yeah, he is the yeah. He's, so and then like kind of the climax in the movie is like the military is trying to get the cube. They're like, well, we're gonna airlift it out of here. And the Decepticons and the Autobots are both trying to get it, and they have a big showdown in Carson City, and yeah. yeah. Is it Carson City? I think because that's what it's, it's Mission it's act- City. Because I was trying to figure it out. Because I'm like, all right, they're in the desert. Desert. They're at Hoover Dam. Oh yeah, they do. It is, Mission City is, is what they, what call, they it. call it. Yeah, because yeah, because like the obviously the city is mostly L.A. with pieces of Detroit in right. there. So I'm like, did they want us to believe that they got from Hoover Dam to L.A. in like ten minutes? No. <laughs> okay, so they, it's an imaginary city. Yeah, it's, it's an they, imaginary city. When they okay. roll out, they they're like, oh, Mission City's 22 miles I away. At that they point, say, so. yeah. Okay. Um, which brings me another point here. So like the Decepticons get to Hoover Dam way quicker than the Autobots. Why? Why do the Autobots stay in the cars? Is it to stay? I like so they they look like cars. I don't know. If, if they're actual transformers, they could move a hell of a lot faster. Well, and if you're trying to get there before the Decepticons do, wouldn't you like be like screw like identity and let's just get there? No, they, they move a lot faster in car form. 
Do they? It didn't well, yeah. seem like they did. Because cars move faster than walking. But a big giant ass robot? Still probably isn't going to walk faster than a car can drive. No, maybe it was the way the editing was done. It kind of looked like sometimes the cars are going like They're 20 going miles an like, hour. Yeah. yeah, it's like you could probably speed this along a little bit. LBJ, can a Transformer, like could Optimus Prime have been like, hey, I want to be like a jumbo jet now and like retransformed himself? Or was oh. he like. That's my question. Or was he like stuck in like the, the, the truck? The truck form. Um, you know, that's never really specifically discussed. Because okay. doesn't Megatron as far as change I know. to different things? Well, they did, but the only reason why they did do that is because they couldn't have him be a gun anymore. Okay. As a toy. Uh, so they changed him to, into a tank. Yeah, that's the mm. one I had as a kid, was the tank Yeah, that's the, that's the Generation 2 one. Okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they, they, they never really broach that subject. Okay. I mean, Bumblebee updates in this movie. He just like scans he, another Camaro. <laughs> right. So couldn't yeah. they just scan like a... I don't know. And that's oh, yeah, the thing. that's true, right? right? Like, couldn't couldn't any of them do that then? I mean, I mean that's, did? kind of the lore is the Autobots generally transformed into some kind of wheeled vehicle. Okay. And the Decepticons were generally always some kind of flying vehicle. Okay. All right. That's kind of the, the general rule of it. Fair enough. Which um, going into the Camaro conversation, um, I I forget that was another big piece of this movie. Yeah. Is you know General Motors supplies all of these vehicles for free, right? Because you are right smack in the middle of GM bankruptcy when and this movie's that, coming out. This they didn't have a completed Camaro at the time. No, this is the first time that new Camaro's ever seen because it's Actually, an 09. Well, as a matter of fact. This isn't even a real Camaro. No, I did Correct. see that too. This is they, they took a, they took the body of a different car yep. and pieced together a shell of a Camaro yep. just to make it work. Yep. But it's not even a real Camaro. No, nope, you're absolutely right. <clears throat> so that's that's cool, and that was just something I you know because it was kind of neat to see some of the old products. You know, us being in the Motor City, like the Pontiac mm-hmm. Solstice and yeah. the Hummers, right. all in the movie and all that too. Since obviously GM has condensed a lot to what they have, but I do find it crazy that like they literally just gave all of these vehicles away and then the military did the same thing Mm -hmm. so apparently the vehicles they were using they said they could have them for free i guess they just must have been decommissioned or something yeah do you remember when this came out they had they were like commercials slash trailers for this movie so it'd be like a gm ad and like see transformers last july yeah yep um yeah my brother works for the auto shows around the country and they had like Bumblebee as the Camaro and as him like yeah. up there at the mm-hmm. auto show and all that kind of stuff. Um, just real quick, and then we'll get to the climax of this. Yeah. Um, when he transforms into the nicer Camaro, I like when he kicks him out and he drives away. And Shia Buss <laughs> like Shia Buss like that car is sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> that always makes me laugh. Um, so the big fight in Mission City, Jazz gets ripped in half, which seemed kind of graphic and unnecessary. Yep. Um, real quick about Jazz, his one line that he has is very racist, right? The way um, that he's speaking in jive and the the vibe that he gets from that, I'm like, ooh. Yeah, I don't think it's great. It's not, but it's based so it's is based that on how the character is. And the well, TV the original show? comic was based on Scatman Crothers. Right. Who yeah. was he's the you know who he is? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The voice of Hong Kong Fooey. Yeah, yeah. The voice of uh or the in The Shining. Right. So that's kind of how Scatman Crothers did the voice on the show okay. as the cartoon. Darius McRae kind of vamped on that a bit. Okay. I don't think he did a very good job, but okay. he, that's what he did. That's what he was trying yeah. to do. And he's the only uh, Autobot that dies, right? If I remember yes. right? Yes. Yeah. So um, so anyways, the, the end of the movie is Megatron and uh, Optimus Prime. They duke it out quite a bit. 
Uh, it ends with Sam. He takes the uh, cube and he shoves it into like Megatron's chest, combines it with his spark, yep. and it kills yeah. Megatron. Because Optimus Prime said that if he's losing the battle, he yeah. wants him to do it to him. Right. So to, he can to destroy get rid of the this, cube. Yeah, to get yeah. rid right. of the cube. So he does it to Megatron. It kills Megatron. Uh, most of the other Decepticons have been killed by like either the Autobot, Autobots and the uh, military. Which I'll just say, this is like... This is where we see Michael Bay chaos going oh, on, right? Yep. Like these last 30, 35 minutes of this movie is is every Michael Bayism you get. Bayhem is slow, what they call it. Yeah, yes. slow motion, explosions, you know, z- really zoomed in on certain people and scenes. You know, you get that full tilt, Michael Bay. Every yeah. woman in the, like, in the climax is just in a strappy summer dress screaming. I saw the one girl in this blue dress in yes, the middle when of the, the street. When it goes, flies over yeah. her head and it slow-mos over her for no reason. No reason. It does not add anything to this movie. Yeah. yeah. And, and so after they're defeated, we get like the shot where they take all the Decepticon bodies and dump them into a big trench in the ocean. Uh, Problem solved. Yeah. And Bumblebee's <laughs> like, I want to hang out with, he's like, I want to stay with the boy. But like all the Autobots are saying on her. So I don't know why he has to make a big deal about it. And we get that speech from Optimus Prime about like any remaining Autobots like come to Earth because this is our home now. And I love it because they're like, we're going to stay with the boy. And so him and Megan Fox make out on top of Bumblebee and all the other Autobots just watch. Yeah, Yeah, it does seem weird. It's like, (laughs) I don't know that they need to be there for that, but okay. Yeah, or like they know that Bumblebee's kind of like a a person right. now like, should they yeah. be making out on his right. hood it's a little <laughs> weird d- d- does that make it a threesome uh, <laughs> uh, any any uh, I know we're kind of far into this now but before sure. we get to like our, 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 our ratings on this any like we kind of buzzed through there's a lot going we on did. in this but any other specific things you just want to mention any quick things that we didn't get to highlight that you just um, the film feels kind of claustrophobic insofar as you don't it it's rare that you would see an entire transformer in a shot. Mm-hmm. Like you see a kind of a zoomed in picture of them. Yep. You don't ever really see them or and even when they're fighting, you don't see them really fighting each other. You kind of see parts of each of them fighting each other. Yeah. And I never really enjoyed that about this movie. I thought and I get why they did it. It took them a long time to even render a second of film for them to do it on a larger scale would have taken them a much longer period of time to do. But yeah, I, I saw that the thing it said, it said it took the, the animators at ILM yeah. 38 hours to fill a single frame with like the transformers. Cause there was so much going on with them. Right. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And I, good. I will say compared to, cause I just watched the last night today, the CGI in this movie compared to that movie, which came out 10 years later, the CGI is so much better in this movie from 2007. The yeah. last night animation is so depressing. It's horrible. It's unbelievable to me. So I think that all of that effort that they did was well worth it because the movie holds up. That was one thing I was going to add is for this movie being 13 years old, it still looks terrific. It looks I agree. fantastic. Yeah, it definitely holds yeah. up. I mean, maybe it, you know, the way that they do some of the shots of it sure. are kind of weird. Perfect. But, I mean, it looks fantastic. Absolutely. Which I feel like is usually not an issue of, of Michael Bay. Like, his last night, his... Because he stopped doing the it's, Transformers, no, it's right? It's the last one he directed. He oh, did direct it? it. Oh, that's right. He, yeah, okay. Bumblebee, he did not direct. No, he that just was Travis produced. Night. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. So... Uh, 
Um, the only thing that I would want to mention, because we didn't get to touch him on a lot, is that I love Anthony Anderson in this. He cracks <laughs> oh, yeah. me up when he eats all the donuts, uh-huh. and then he, he, then he comes, then he comes in, and he's me like, "She did it! She did it!" <laughs> or when he's, or when he's like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, "I haven't done anything." He's like, "Oh, I downloaded a few thousand songs. Who has it?" <laughs> or the, when he when he does the Wolverine, when he's uh-huh. like, "No, that's three claws. That's Wolverine." <laughs> but the, there's one line, one part that I really rem- I love in this movie. It's when they're all in the helicopter and they're flying. <laughs> and like they're kind of like oh what what they get you for and Shia LaBeouf's like bought a car turned out to be an alien robot <laughs> yeah. who knew and like the reaction Anthony Anderson gives he's just like he mouths like what <laughs> it's so great it makes me laugh every time yeah. so I just I had to mention him because I think he's a standout in this and I guess there's another thing I'll add like honestly the acting in this movie is not bad no it's not bad I, I feel like. I mean, John Turturro kind of goes over the top sometimes. John yeah, yeah John Turturro is my least but, favorite part of this. You know, yeah. I think John Voight is a decent balance. I Shia LaBeouf, I feel like, did a great job, like we mentioned earlier. Yeah. I thought he was really good in this. Yeah. You know, yeah. Megan Fox, even, you know, we, we talked about the issues of her being exposed, but also kind of in a way, like, she's kind of like her own independent woman as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like, she shoots that sass right back at them in this film. Yeah. So I feel like everyone plays a, an interesting role in the film, and... Yeah, you never mentioned along. your. You never mentioned your favorite line. <laughs> so me and uh, uh, former and future uh, guest of the show Devin, we we both really like this movie, but we were obsessed with the line when they're flying back, uh, like Josh Dumal and Tyrese, and they're flying back, and they have the tail of the thing, and it like kicks up and it's alive, and they and he's like, "This thing's wicked." <laughs> <laughs> So much so that we uh, tracked down the number to the writing office of Orsi and Kurtzman. Like we were, and we were going to call and try and be like, yeah, like my, Mr. Bay really wants you to put a line in this movie that says this thing is still wicked. <laughs> we didn't do it, but we were obsessed with that line. Like when I told him we were doing this movie, I think that's the first thing Devin sent to me, said to me was like, this thing is wicked. So That's hilarious. Um, so are we ready to rate this? Do we have any role reversals? Oh, I do have some role reversals. Oh shoot! Oh. Sorry. Oof. I'm forgetting format all over the place today. <sighs> you know, can't ta- can't take you anywhere. <laughs> well, you can't take me anywhere because my computer just froze. Hold on. Uh oh. We're back. Okay. What? Are you sure? Okay, yep. I was gonna say because there, there's something I do want to say, but I'm gonna wait until my review. Yeah, I because have- I am curious what you guys ha- I have to say about what I kind of observed. But okay. so uh, for the voice of Bumblebee and Ratchet was uh, Ewan McGregor was considered. Sure. Okay. I need more Ewan McGregor in my life, so why not? Uh, that would have been weird, I feel. I don't like that. I, I, you know, it doesn't even really matter because they barely talked. Yeah. Uh, but for, being, coming out British would have seemed kind of weird. Yeah. But anyway. Well, Ratchet's... No, it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> Michaela, uh, Amanda Seyfried. Okay. Sure. Or Emma Stone, better or worse? Emma Stone, better. Emma Stone would have been better, I think, than Megan Fox. I would agree. Yeah, but I, I guarantee you she wouldn't have done it. She might have uh, been. I don't know. That's, Honestly, back then she that, was in the house, Bunny. That's true. She was coming off that. Sp- and Super uh, Bad was 06, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, she was in yeah. Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. I think she would have been I all over. I think been she would have done it. Yeah, she would have. I don't know if she would have gone with Michael Bay's like use of her body. There would have been a little bit less male gaze, but still a, a yeah. fair amount. For um, Glenn Whitman, who's Glenn Whitman? Is that the? <laughs> I think it was the mom, wasn't it? No. Cool. Oh, Anthony Anderson. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh, it's Glenn. Okay. Like, oh, Glenn. I thought Glenn. you said. Well, yeah. Glenn can be a girl. I was thinking uh, of Glenn Close. Patton Oswalt oh. was offered the role, but turned it down. Uh, I, I, I so can't. So instead of Anthony Anderson, it would have been Patton Oswalt. No, I, thanks. No. 
Uh, for Judith Witwicky, Judy Witwicky, it was uh, Judith Hogue, who was um, April O'Neil in the original uh, tra- uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Oh, okay. Um, okay, uh, yeah. sure. But here's <laughs> the big one. So, Agent Simmons, John Turturro's character, yeah. initially was going to be Steve Buscemi. Okay, yeah, I can But see they that. couldn't get him. They oh. couldn't get him lined up scheduling wise. Yeah. I think I would have liked him better, actually. Yeah, Honestly, I actually think same. That, yeah, that yeah, would have been, cool. been a really good. I think good his energy would have been better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if they could have cut the criminals are hot line, yeah. then I, I would have liked that from. Yeah, Steve I guarantee you that was added on the spot. Oh yeah. boy, come on, John. Uh, this isn't really a. This isn't really a. Role reversal, but I have. Uh, so, so who was Optimus Prime's body language and movements? Liam modified? Neeson. Yep. <laughs> it was model ever Liam Neeson. I don't know in what movie. Yeah, but yeah. Nice. All right, that's all I got. Cool. Right. We're ready to rate this. I think we are. All right. So we usually leave it to our guests to decide if you want to go first, go last, go somewhere in the middle. Five machine guns is our rating. You can do halves. Um, where do you want to go? I'll go first. That's okay. fine. Do it. Um, inspired by my sister, who felt clearly very peer pressured <laughs> by our rating. Um, so in 2007, I definitely would have given this five machine guns. Um, Loved this movie when it came out. This mm-hmm. time, I uh, got to do minus one for Michael Bay's treatment of Megan Fox and also for their comments about her and the letter he published on his website that three anonymous people wrote that was very damaging to her career as evidenced by the fact that she barely acted after this movie. Yeah. Well, after the second the, Transformers yeah. movie. But then they reunited for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So, whatever. Um, Water over the bridge. Yes. Under but, the bridge. <laughs> but I would give this movie four machine guns and a little uh, mini disco ball to hang on one of them, just like Bumblebee has. Fair oh, enough. There you go. A little asterisk there. Who's next? I can go next. Do it. Um, all right. I, I am not a Transformers fan, but something that I would expect to happen in a Transformers movie is a lot of Transformers. And I feel like they're not well utilized in this movie. I just feel like it's it's missing a lot of it. And your two most famous Transformers, Optimus Prime and Megatron, are really not in this movie a whole lot. Like, Optimus Prime doesn't show up until over an hour into the movie. And Megatron is only in the last 30 minutes of the movie. And when the two are fighting, it's a lot of fun. But it's it's only kind of at the end, and it seems very short-lived. And so, like, if you're trying to to maybe appeal to Transformer fans, I feel like there needed to be a little bit more focus on that. Um, So I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I just felt like I was hoping for kind of more to get out of those characters that that people may know from their past and whatnot. Uh, I think this movie is way too long. (laughs) Definitely. Way too long. Like, if it was 45 minutes shorter, it probably would be more enjoyable. But, like, the acting I kind of like. Uh, you know, the story is, is good enough that it makes it run through for an action movie. So I'm going to I'm gonna give it three and a half machine guns. Okay. I, I, I think it's, you know, it's an enjoyable watch. Uh, I'll, but this I'll one's go, missing. I'll, I'll go next. I'll, I'll, I'll leave, I'll leave the, trans, the Transformer expert for last. Um, you, you know, I, I still enjoy this movie. It, it's still a fun watch. I've seen this movie so, 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 so many times. This is a movie that was like when it was first on HBO was at a point in my life when I had HBO and I would just watch it all the time. And it's mm-hmm. to this day, it's probably on once or twice a week on TV and I catch oh. parts of it. 
Um, it is way too long. Uh, some of the stuff in it just doesn't work for me. I think there's a lot of needless plots. Uh, I love Shia LaBeouf in it. I think he's really great, and I think that holds. I think a lot of the complaints about it are true. I mean, it's hard to tell what's going on when the robots are fighting each other. Um, I don't know. This is a tough one for me. I, I feel like every year or every rewatch, the, the rating probably goes down on this a little <laughs> bit. It, but it is still by far the best of all of them. I, I'm going to go with three machine guns for this. Yeah, I'm pretty similar to the two of you. I, I think all of all of the things you said are right on. Um, from from my perspective, being the big Transformers fan that I am, the I don't like the look of the Transformers in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I never have. Uh, I don't like the dialogue they have. They don't act like like Optimus Prime doesn't act like Optimus Prime in this. They don't act like their characters would. Okay. Um. And I feel like this movie kind of gets lost in trying to trying to not be Transformers. You okay, so I mean? you kind of agree with me on that yeah, aspect you, you, of it, right? It's kind yeah, of missing it's the like, Transformers. It's, you, can, you can tell it was made by someone who didn't have any interest in the Transformers. Right. They don't, yeah, it's like, and it's the same thing he did with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right. right. I, mean, I haven't the, seen those The yet. Turtles movie, it's not like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's like, it would be like, it would be like if you took Sam Lee and you said Sam Lee, there's Stan Lee, I'm sorry, Stan Lee and Sam <laughs> I was like, who is Sam Lee? I was trying to say Sam Lee. I'm looking at Sam Lee here. No, if, if, you're, if you take Stan Lee and you say, Stan Lee, I want you to write Superman. Stan Lee has no basis to write Superman other than the fact that he's a comic book writer, mm-hmm. right? So he's going to come up with a completely different interpretation that doesn't really mesh with what's out there. That's what this is. This is like somebody saying, okay, here's the Transformers, here's the concept of it, what's your take on it? That's not what I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see the Transformers on the screen doing Transformer things in a Transformer story. That's not what this is. Yeah. I enjoy Shia LaBeouf in this. I think he's great in it. I do like the story. I, I don't really have an overall issue with the story itself. I think it makes sense. It's a very Transformers-y story. Mm-hmm. But I don't really like the look and feel of it, and I don't really like the way it was directed. I don't really like kind of the vision of it. Um, and it doesn't get any better the more I see it. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. So I, I think I'm I'm right with you. I, I'm going with a three on this. Uh, I, I used to like it more. I keep liking it less, which... <laughs> gives you something else to think about because I didn't like the other movies very much at all. So I can't even imagine rewatching those right now and yeah. thinking what kind of rating I'm giving those. And this is like one of those, I feel like, remarkable film series where literally every next one is worse. Like the yeah. second one's bad, third one's not good. The fourth I, one... I would say the third one is slightly better than the second one. Ooh, I don't but know not about by that. much. The fourth one is real bad, and then the fifth one is like... And like they keep getting longer too, which is like insane very too. Long. So, it's, but Bumblebee, I like. I actually liked I, Bumblebee. I'll, I'll, I haven't seen. Isn't it. Bumblebee a reboot? It's like a soft well, it's, reboot. It's like an origin story. Bumblebee, of Bumblebee is, from what I can tell, is essentially the movie I wanted to see. Yeah, I, I right probably yeah because so, it's it's very much focused on him, the Transformer. Right. It's about Bumblebee. I'll, yeah. I'll and have to, it's I'll have to watch it. It's it's free on Prime, I, I think. I would really watch it. I, I was surprised. I, I saw it with my wife. I think we just needed something to do one night. We're like, yeah, Bumblebee's here. We both liked this movie, you know, when mm-hmm. we were younger. And I really liked Bumblebee. 
And LP and it had LP, really good reviews. Yeah. And LPJ, it's got John Cena in it. So it does there is John oh, Cena? Yeah. In it. I hope I can see him. What's <laughs> my wife also likes John Cena kind of a little bit. Um, he's know. a very good person. <laughs> I'm sure that's why. I guess must be. All right. So, I th- I find it very interesting that you two gave it the lower rating. <laughs> Uh, but Becky and I gave it the highest. Well, I rating. also know a lot more about Transformers, and I know what's actually. That's true. I know so it's actually maybe, good. So maybe that's why. Yeah. But and my whole rating is purely for Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> there's, yeah, there's a lot of love there on that side. Of for Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> I'm he's throwing funny, you in there, Hovercraft Joe. He's a funny Joe. person. He's, he's good in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah, this is last action podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're, we're running long. We're running long. <laughs> Patrons, uh, check us out. Join join our Patreon. We would appreciate it. We do yeah. an extra show called the Post Credit Scene. Yeah, uh, we we've got a whole bunch of other podcasts out there. Yep. Um, modern video games, retro video games, tabletop gaming, Simpsons podcast. Uh, check us out on Gamezilla Media. There's a whole bunch of stuff for you there. You can talk to us on social media or on the Discord. All that good stuff is there too. Yep. Becky, thank you so much for, yes, for coming by and, and bringing this movie me. to us. It's uh, it's been a pleasure. And with that, this long ass episode, about as long as the movie we just watched. Yeah. Oh, it's not your fault. <laughs> no, James, it, Bond, it no James fault. Bonds have been longer than this. <laughs> so. yeah, there's no fault. There's a lot of talk about this movie. Yeah, there is. There's Absolutely. A lot. But anyway, we're done now. So I'm going to hit the button. Are we done now? Well, you hit the button. We're not even going to say hasta la vista or anything. We're just going to. I was going to say this right episode of huh? the Last Action Podcast has been terminated. But we'll be back. See, we did it. I guess. <laughs>